Welcome to Sink or Swim. You're listening to Melbourne business owners Adam O'Shea and me, James Wakefield. Each week, we'll break down our missteps and successes in running a B2B small business so you can learn from our mistakes. Welcome back to Sink or Swim. Today, we are going to be talking about other people's advice. When should you take it? When should you listen? And when should you just ignore them? <laughs> um, yeah, when you were starting your business, James, like, were you, did you get a lot of advice from friends, family? Um, I think at the start of doing any, anything new, there's going to be a lot of, like, opinions, a lot of advice. Um, so, yeah, there was a lot of people who told me to do it. Some people told me not to do it. Um, but I think if you're confident in your ability, you just got to go for it. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, it was understanding what's advice, what's an opinion, what's constructive and what yeah. isn't. Yeah. Um, so that's the main sort of takeaway that I'd um, get from that. But there's going to be loads of voices, loads of opinions. Um, and I think if, yeah, like I said, if you're confident in your ability, you've just got to got to go for it. Try and silence out what other people are thinking. Yeah. Um, but also take it on board as well. You know, don't be naive enough to think that you know it all from don't day one. Don't have a big ego. Um, but what was your sort of experience with that? Yeah, um, I, I was actually very lucky. Like all my friends and family were like, go for it. They knew that, you know, I was good at my job. I knew I was good at my job. Um, my partner was so supportive, said do it. Like wanted me to actually quit my job earlier, get started. But obviously I know we mentioned in the previous podcasts um, that, yeah, had some commissions owed. But yeah, um, you know, my parents were very supportive. My dad even offered to come and work for me, which you know, <laughs> didn't work out. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, I was really, really lucky. And I even, once I had posted that I'd started my business, I was now the director of AOS recruitment. Even one of my old bosses actually reached out to me um, and wished me luck. He actually, you know, said, you know, I think you're actually a really good recruiter. I think that you're going to do really, really well and I wish you all the best. And that was actually a bit of a, a confidence boost that your old boss would tell tell you that. Um, they were pretty good when I was leaving. Like they were actually very understanding. But yeah, when when they realized that I had gone out on my own, um, yeah, it was it was, it was nice. Um, I wouldn't say you really gave me much advice, but just having that sort of bit of support from, from someone that did mentor you and did teach you what to do um, was definitely a confidence booster. But yeah, like literally, I, I mean, I didn't really get any bad advice or any criticism for wanting to start my business. Everyone knew, and, and if they've known me for a long time, that I've always wanted to start my business. So, um, yeah. Do you think at the start it's more support? It's not so much advice? It's you can do it? I think so. I think yeah. so. Because uh, let's face it, like, no one that we're with really knows recruitment. I mean, obviously, your, your fiancé does know. You know. She's a recruiter as well. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think other people don't know the recruitment business so it, it's hard for them maybe to give advice I mean they can give advice on you know about how to start a business and, and things like that obviously I, I reached out to my accountant for a lot of advice on how to even just set up a business which was something that I had no idea about so getting that advice was very very helpful how to you know structure the business uh, again we've mentioned this before but you're doing it as a trust you're doing it as a PTY LTD sole trader so there's a lot of things that you have to consider when you yeah. are starting that business um, and I think that's it again, differentiating between actual advice, financial advice, like that's legit advice. You need to take that yeah. on board. Then yeah. there's advice from someone that you might have worked with, an ex colleague or an old boss. And again, that's it's advice, but it can be considered a bit of an opinion as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it just depends and understanding what the differences are. But I think for me, as as time went on, um, I've definitely looked um, to get a lot more advice maybe through a mentor or he's speaking to someone like yourself who's in a similar situation yeah um but what was your experience from day one the potential advice opinions whatever you got but then as you gradually went on um because i know you've got 
external advice from from elsewhere yeah and, and i wish i did do this sooner because i did think about it quite a while ago um but you know i think i've mentioned this earlier i i, I was being very fragilent fragilent with my uh with my money so i didn't want to really which is silly i didn't want to frugal frugal <laughs> <laughs> had a bit of a brain fart there um <laughs> um fragilent <laughs> I need another frigid, coffee. Frigid. <laughs> frigid. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I didn't. I didn't want to invest the money in it at that time, and I really wish I did because I think I. You know, I'm very happy where I am right now, and I know that I'm growing. But I might be in a bit of a different situation now, like might be a bit further on. Um, but I did engage uh, a business coach through the Entourage. Um, they offer really, really cool programs, and um, we attended one of their events yeah, online yeah, webinar cool. last week, uh, last year. Sorry, and um, yeah, I really, really enjoyed what they were delivering and the kind of advice they were getting. And, and last year I was going to sign up with them, but it was just such a hectic year um, work-wise. And I literally wrote it down as my goal on the 1st of January that I'm going to get a business coach this year. And within a week I had signed up with them and, and now have already begun my operational plan for the year. It's a 12-month program. Um, and I'm already loving just even how my mindset has changed in terms of, you know, I never really thought that far ahead. Like I was kind of just going month to month or yeah. even six months and I, I'm, I've been pretty bad at goal setting, but they've really made me like take a step back, have a look at the overall business. What are the pillars that I need to be focusing on? I know I've got the sales down. I know I've got marketing down, but the things that I'm struggling a little bit with might be more on the operations side. So getting up processes and the technology set up behind me, maybe the finance. I think I've mentioned, I'm, you know, I was terrible at looking at my profit, profit and loss sheets and now I'm actually taking a step back and going, okay, what actually are my net profits? Yeah. Like how much money is my business earning and how can I amplify that? So yeah, I mean, having a business coach, if you can do that from the beginning, like someone that's a niche in your field, whatever business you might be looking to set up, get advice from the people that have done it before, that have been successful. They might have even sold their businesses. Is that your end goal? Are you looking to grow a business to sell or are you looking to grow a business to become global? Um, and do you think as well with that advice though, it comes at certain stages in your um, your career as a, as a business owner, like I fit it, yeah. Do you think it would have been as valuable to get that advice from day one when you're still trying to prove to yourself, I just need to make a, a deal and a placement? I don't think I needed this advice that I'm getting now that early because it was just me. Yeah, I think now that I have hired, now that I am growing, um, you know, revenues are going up because recruitment is just crazy at the moment. Yeah, so I, you know. I might have still got some value from it earlier, but not as much value as probably what I am getting now. Because you can implement it a lot more now. Because 100%. either you're trying to, I suppose your advice is coming at a point from you want to scale. Yeah. Whereas yeah. before it might have just been advice on how do I motivate myself to get up and exactly. do a placement. Exactly. <laughs> because, you know, I think I've mentioned this, like when I first started AOS Recruitment, I actually had no plans on growing. Like I just wanted to keep it me. I wanted it to be very flexible. I wanted to work when I wanted to work. Um, and then just as the business kept growing, I realized, okay, I'm, I'm going to need some help here. And I was looking at maybe doing some business process outsourcing, but then, you know, I'm a little bit of a control freak. So I don't like knowing sort of what's not in my control a little bit, um, which is something that I've been working on. Um, sometimes, you know, as a director, we can't wear all the hats all the time. So even like giving up the marketing side, which I wasn't really doing anyway, but giving that up is actually given me more free time to work on other things, which was, and again, I was advised not to hire a marketing person first. I was told that that was crazy. As a recruiter, you get another recruiter, they're going to generate more sales. But the idea behind it was that I wanted to actually grow the brand more, um, which is why I ended up hiring Abby, who is also our podcast producer. 
Hello. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like Abby, Abby joined me last year and, you know, like, like people were literally saying that this is a silly decision. It's a waste of money. And I think it's the complete opposite. I think what she's been able to do for the business to grow is going to help me hire more because there's actually a brand behind the name AOS Recruitment now. And what made you, so taking it back to basics then, what would you consider to be advice and what would you consider to be an opinion? Because obviously a lot of people had opinions on not hiring yeah. Abby, yeah. but you didn't take that as, as advice. Look, and, and these were coming from other business owners. So these were actually people that have set up businesses in completely different fields, like nothing to do with recruitment. Um, and, you know, I think some people have a mindset that it's sales, 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 which yes, of course, we all run a business to earn money, bring in sales. But I think if, and we've mentioned this in earlier, like if we're not building a brand around the name, you can't just sell on a name. You can't just sell on your experience or your, um, you know, what, what people have experienced from you. You, you need to actually create the brand in order to propel that. Um, and when I actually spoke to my business coach, they actually said that was a really smart move, hiring someone to do that part first because that's half the battle. It's very hard once you've got people in to then build the brand around it. You need to build the brand first to then bring people in. Um, but yeah, everyone's going to have an opinion. You know, I have come across people that I think would be jealous because, you know, setting up a business is hard. And they say, again, I'm not going to give you the percentage because I'll get it wrong, but there's a percentage of businesses that don't succeed in their first year. I think even it's something like, it's like a really year. high percentage. Like it's high. It's, it's a very high, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, we can look this up later. Don't, yeah, don't quote me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe Abby can have a quick look online for us now. Um, but yeah, I, you know, there's a huge percentage of businesses that don't succeed in the first year. And we're now running into almost our third year. I don't know about you, but this is the best year that I've had. Um, ever so yeah uh, I, I I think you you can take on opinions and you can take on criticisms but you know what you're doing you know your business you've sort of you just got to follow your gut, I suppose 100% 100% so one in three small businesses do not succeed one in so three. it's 33% not quite 80 um, <laughs> but still 80 that's, that's still better. quite a high percentage I think one in three yeah. businesses is still huge you know so um yeah, what about like what about you? Like um I suppose it, yeah, again it's it's just me understanding what's advice and what's an opinion, but I suppose the question back at you is how do you know what's good advice and what's bad advice? Like have you ever been given bad advice, do you think? And you've in hindsight you've either followed it or you haven't followed it and looked back and thought I was right or wrong um, not to do that or to do that. I mean I I mean a bad advice would be not to hire marketing. Do you know that yeah, that's probably the only thing that I can think of and I didn't listen and I still stand by my decision that I did the right thing. Um, I think you, you've, you've got to really listen to your gut. Like, yes, we, we've got to take things in, especially if people are trying to help. But at the same time, you, you know your business probably more than anybody else. You know the direction you want it to be in. So you need to really focus on where you want your business to be. And this is something I've started doing now is I'm not just planning for the next six months. I'm now planning the next year, three years, five years. How, how much do I want my business to grow within that time or not grow? You know, maybe yeah. the, maybe growth isn't your goal. Maybe you just want the sales to grow and then you can bring in some outsourcing um, supplementation or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I think you, you've just got to listen to yourself. I, I definitely think getting professional advice yeah. is, is going to be beneficial when you're starting a business. So getting a business coach, getting someone or speaking to someone that you might know that has done the exact same um, thing that you've done. We, like you said, we have, we've learned from each other. Yeah. You know, you, you, I've given you advice, you've given me advice. And even though we're in different industries within recruitment, like we've both actually learned off each other along the way. I think that's it as well. You can just, the people that you're around, you can learn from their mistakes. But I definitely, last year anyway, um, 
got sort of help from a from a mentor. He well, I didn't pay him. He just um, was kind enough to give me his time, and yeah. I definitely for me it, it held me more accountable. Yeah. So my billings like skyrocketed when I had this person who just check in with me once a month just to see how I was getting on. But he was so he's a recruiter himself for a company. So I was just about to ask you, yeah. Um, so he was billing like crazy amounts of money and I was thinking I was doing pretty well on what I was averaging each month. Um, but then he'd come in and say he'd done triple and it just made me level up. Yeah. So I think knowing the right time when to get that external help um, yep. is a big thing. I think at the start, you've just sort of got to go with it because you're just sort of all over the place anyway, especially in our sort of industry. Yeah. Um, you've just got to try and get money through the door. But then when you get to a point where you could actually use valuable advice to help yep. you scale or just help you get better in your day to day, um, it, there comes a point when you, you definitely need to yeah, get help from elsewhere because you can't mm. do it on your own and you yeah. don't know all the answers. And again, if you learn from your mistakes, fantastic, but you can learn from other people's mistakes and not make True. them, which yeah. you know it speeds Even up the better. process of you getting better. Yeah. Um, and obviously growing a business faster. So yeah. And I think like organization and planning like is a huge thing. And it was something that I was doing a little bit, but now that you know I've I've hired people, your time is is now separated. It's not just you, you're not just doing it. Like you've actually got to do, give your time to other people as well as your clients, as well as candidates or, you know, for other business owners, it, you know, they might be dealing with suppliers or, or whatever it is. Um, you know, your time starts to get divvied out between amongst other people. So just really, and, and again, this was something that I was given advice on is like plan your day more, plan your year, plan what the next couple of months are going to look like, whatever it may be, however far ahead you want to go, having a clear plan, objective, um, and structure and process is really going to help you propel that business so much quicker than yeah. if you just kind of do it day by day. I think that's it. You need to, like, I'm really particular on, like, schedule and planning and goal setting. So for me, that was always my thing anyway from day one. But yeah. it's all well and good having the goals, but sometimes you need that extra bit of encouragement from somebody else externally to just say, yeah. listen, you're doing pretty well, but you need to do this different. Yeah. Um. So I think don't, yeah, don't just keep on you know, running off your ego and thinking I know it all, definitely seek help from elsewhere because you can yep. gain so much valuable information from that. Um, yeah, It'll just help you become better, better person, better business owner, um, and obviously get to the next level that you're trying to achieve. Definitely. And look, we've even like gone to some, like webinars and events together as well. You know, we went to one in our first year, we went and saw Grant Cardone. Yeah. And we left there feeling so motivated. Like, even though he wasn't just giving us advice directly, he was giving advice to all of us, like everybody in that room. And that was just something that, helped us um just you know just take the next level the give ass, us the motivation yeah. but like have you have you read any books or anything that you maybe have got some good advice from um yeah definitely actually i read so i read like i'm always reading all the time but i'm, I'm really bad for finishing a book i'll read yeah, the book yeah. i'll read a few chapters then i'll go on to another one and i'll go back to that book at a later date um but yeah for me books youtube there's so much advice out there you don't even need to reach out Hire to someone, someone. You, yeah. can, you can literally go on youtube now read the book and just get really good advice yeah um i actually read speaking of grant cardone i, I read his book sell or be sold i think it oh, is yeah. um yeah. pretty good a bit salesy um yeah. but i've still, got the 10x one but yeah, i haven't, still I haven't really started good. it yet um but there's definitely loads of business books out there and i think there's i mean there's, there's so many it's such a um big industry now yeah so yeah, for me, you can you can definitely get advice from from all over the place, and you yeah. can get advice from people like I could literally read Steve Jobs's book and get the advice from the man who, who built Apple. Yeah. Yeah. So um, don't be afraid to yeah to get advice and just to put yourself out there. I think that's really really important actually for like maybe anyone that is listening and they are looking to start their business. You know, hiring a business coach can be expensive. Like there is actually a big expense, but there's so much free either free material on YouTube or books that are that someone is a niche within your special your field that is going to be able to give you the advice and like you said learn from their mistakes they'll tell you 
the mistakes they made and, and what they should have done or what they did to overcome it. Um, you know, even for our industry, I've read the Greg Savage, The Savage Truth, and that was all about how he started in recruitment back in London, moved to Australia, and has gone on to now owning multiple recruitment agencies or being partners within them, and how he's grown them and, like, what's been the success stories, like, what mistakes he made along the way. And you do learn from it, you know, and, yeah. and it is advice. It's advice that you can actually take on and, and not have to make that mistake to learn from. I think that's it, it as well. Like, we're not reinventing the wheel. Like, no. how many people have set up recruitment companies and gone from them, solo entrepreneur, um, to, like, a 50, you know, plus team of consultants? Yeah. So yeah. it's definitely people have been there and done it before. So... The path's been paved, so you can easily get advice from those types of people, be it through a book like Greg Savage. You can probably reach out to Greg on, on LinkedIn. Yeah, I, I follow um, him on LinkedIn. And but people within your industry, it doesn't have to be obviously recruitment related, but there's so many people out there who've already done what you need to do. Yeah. Just like, what's that saying again? Love quotes, like success leaves um, clues or whatever it is. <laughs> um, and, it's, and it's true though, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. we're not the first person to succeed in, in our business. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you can definitely get advice from people who've been there and done it before. Yeah. 100%. So, like, I mean, we're talking about advice. What advice would you give people about taking advice? <laughs> um, I think knowing what's advice and what's an opinion. Like, at the end of the day, if you go and reach out to an accountant, that's financial advice. That's legit advice. If you speak to your friend, your mum, your dad, ex-colleague, what they're given, you know, you might be able to take it on board, but know that it's, it's probably an opinion as well. And I mm. think, I mean, this sounds bad in some ways but never really take advice from someone who's not doing better than you yeah. if you're taking advice from someone who you know joe blogs down the road who's working a nine to five that he hates and you're starting up a business yeah. and he's got ideas as to why you shouldn't do it that's probably not the best advice and again that's an opinion yeah um yeah. so i think just knowing between the the differences between advice and opinions and what's constructive and what's not um but speaking to speak I suppose if you want to get into a certain field, it's good to have a network of people who are doing something similar. Like, how good is it that you work in recruitment and I work in recruitment? Yeah, we started a business sure. at similar times. Yeah. You can just bounce off each other. 100%. Um, if I didn't have you as a friend, you know, I'm not too sure who I'd speak to about certain things. Yeah. So it's, it's good to... It's getting now. <laughs> it's, good to, it's good to have people who, who can relate to you, who are relatable yeah. and who are in a similar position to you trying yeah. to get better. Um, and, and it's not competition. Like, it's actually us trying to push each other more. Yeah. And, and like you said, level up. Like, and that's what we're trying to do. And, yeah, I think my advice to someone would be, you know, get in touch with someone that's done it before um, or a, a friend or s someone that actually has the knowledge to be able to feed you. Look, not everybody's going to want to even give advice. You know, you may reach out to someone and they may see you as a competitor. They may see you as co yeah, competition. But I think – and surround yourself with like-minded people. Surround yourself with the people that do believe in you. Surround yourself with the people – that think you're capable. Because if you start surrounding yourself with the negative people or the people that are doubting you, you're going to start believing that. Well, they say, and another quote coming up, um, <laughs> you're the average of the five people that you hang around with, which is true. Yeah, which is true. You know, a lot of my friends have actually started up businesses, including yourself and, and others in, in different industries. And it's, even my partner has started up a business and within one year now works full-time for himself at home, um, you know, in his e-commerce store. But we have, we, we're now on that same page. When I first started my business, I was doing crazy hours because you have to when you start. Um, you know, and, and maybe it was like I was taking a bit of time away from, from us spending time together. Now that we're both running our own businesses, we're both on the same page. Like we both understand this is work. We need to do this. You know, you've got to put the hard yards in now to reap the rewards later. Um, you know, and we do try and obviously keep a, a very work-life balance. And again, we've got another episode on that later. But, um, you know, I think just surround yourself with people that understand that sometimes you might not be able to go to that dinner 
You might not be able to go out on a weekend because you've got a, an important client meeting. You need to surround yourself with people that understand yeah. that. that's, that's Surround yourself with people who build you up, not not yeah. knock you down. Yeah, 100%. that's key. Yeah. And yeah, just getting getting advice from people who are in the know, people who are doing better than you, people who are in positions that you want to be in in the yeah. next three, four, five. Who you years. look up to? Yeah, exactly. Reach Mentors, out to those. everything yeah. like that. So I think they're the people that you take advice from. Everyone's going to have an opinion. Listen to them, hear them out. You know, at the end of the day, it could be a a motivational opinion, you know, yeah. you you can do it. You've just, you know, there's no context to it, but it builds you up a little bit. Sure. Um, take that on board as well. But if you seek an actual advice that's going to help you get to the next level, um, yeah, get it from someone who knows what they're talking about. Hundred percent, I agree. All right, guys, that's everything for today. Uh, join us next week where we are going to be talking about separating work and your life. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are recording this podcast and pay respects to their elders past and present. This podcast is hosted by James Wakefield of King Search Recruitment and Adam O'Shea of A-West Recruitment. Produced by Abby Bolacino. Brand powered by Studio White Noise.